This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And welcome to the Welcome, welcome Second Tuesday of September <laughs> oh, it's a Met Gala joke. Okay. It is weird. It's like the Met Gala is always like the first Monday in May. And now it's like, here we are. It was still a Monday. I don't know why I get the whole postponed thing, but I don't get why they just didn't wait for May. Well, because like, they just feel so bizarre. To me. Because they still want to have a 2021 Met Gala because it's like their right. fundraiser and they didn't get to do it last year. And they're doing a a special two-part exhibit and this Mm -hmm. is the first one and then in may they're going to do the second part and it's going to be in those like furniture galleries at the mat i don't know if you've been back there Mm -hmm. in like the period furniture rooms they're going to put the dresses like in the rooms oh i went to the last exhibit it's just so nice to sit yeah like to it's so cool because i feel like people forget that it's actually um like an event and like Anna Winters raised, they said last say over $175 million for the costume. Oh yeah. Exhibit, I mean like, I think because the, but- the tickets are like $35,000. And so most of the celebrities that are there aren't, they're being like invited by brands and, you know, companies and stuff. So it's like, it is, they do raise a ton of money. Um, but I was disappointed to see, you know, no Bravo Lebs on the carpet. Like, yeah, what's I feel up like, with that? I feel like we, if we can get, <laughs> if we can get like the D'Amelios and, you know, all of those kids on the red carpet, like we should be able to get like Garcelle an invite. To me, like, I don't know. Like, I, I get why they're not inviting like, you know, Ramona and Luann to the Met Gala, but like we could do, we could do somebody a candy burris you know like no reason why andy cohen is not on that red carpet that's true i mean this year was a little weird like a lot of people i feel like were busy filming or were like out of town and didn't travel for it like sarah jessica parker who you know could bring andy as her date or something she wasn't there celine dion celine yeah a lot i mean a lot like zendaya wasn't there it was definitely like I feel like it was a little bit of a different crowd than usual, but also maybe just like less people, but there were still a lot of people there. Yeah. I always, I think about this every year when I watch, when do they start? Do they start like the morning after making the list for next year? They, cause they have, you know, they have your, your A-listers and then they have the people that are popular at that moment. So like, do they, when something happens in the news, are they like, oh, is Anna like put her on? Like, and then when we get to the final like list, like, let's see if she's still around. Yeah. I was wondering that too. Cause like, um, like 
the two like teenage girls who were in the U.S. Open final this year, like this mm-hmm. past weekend, they were both there, Layla and Emma. And I'm like, they obviously weren't on the list like a month ago. <laughs> it's like a B list for a wedding. And it's like if you get Noah's, we're like, well, we still have some room. So come on, you is, can you can come. Right. Like, is there somebody like is there some designer that is just told, like, make a stretchy dress that could fit anyone and we'll tell you 48 hours before, like, who is going to be wearing it? And they just wait for, like, whoever is, like, trending the most that weekend. I don't know how that works, but I feel like then they should have probably given the invite to, like, Jen Shah or somebody because I'm sure she was trending no! a lot. <laughs> No. Okay. Well, speak- oh my Imagine, God. I can't believe you just spit out that name. Jeez. Jen, if Jen's like asking the judge, she's like, okay, so I'm coming to New York for a lawyer appointment. Wink, wink. I got invited to this party. What I really want to see. It's like, we obviously, you don't see what goes on in the me- inside. We just, everyone just watches the red carpet. It's like the biggest fashion event. And, but I want to see, everyone's more interested to see what goes on at the after parties. All I saw, the only clip from an after party that I saw was um, Doja Cat and Tayana Taylor um, dancing, having a dance off. It was, fu- That's it. it was funny to me, like some of the celebrities who went to the after parties, but not the actual Met Gala. Like, I don't. I don't think I saw Doja on the red carpet. Like MGK had a concert. So he just met up with Megan Fox like after, which is like so <laughs> funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought honestly, I thought most people looked good. There were a lot of kind of like basic outfits, but I, there weren't oh yeah. there weren't a lot of looks that I like hated. There it wasn't okay. I agree. It wasn't hated, but it was I was disappointed because the Met Gala is a theme every year, but you're also people are waiting to see what you're wearing because it's like two ends of the spectrum. Like you can go crazy or there are people that show up in simple, but this one was like, it was, there were too many simples and I wish that, but I do have to say a follow-up with that is the, the simple ones had explanations. If that makes Some sense. Of them. I, so like, yeah, like Lily Reinhardt's dress was oh, gorgeous. That, and each of those flowers represented each of the States. Yeah. In the United I, didn't, States. I didn't really like the, the dress itself. Like it, it wasn't right. for me, but I appreciated the thought behind it. I will say, I feel like if you were going to go with a basic or kind of like normal dress last night, it should have right. been an American designer. Because there were some people where it's like, okay, you're wearing like a boring, pretty dress by Prada. And it's like, what's, there's no like. Are you talking about Gigi Hadid? No, I'm not talking about, <laughs> literally, I feel like that applied to a lot of people. No, there was I know. A lot I of agree. Prada, a lot of Valentina, which is fine. But like watching them like interview people and be like, so how does this tie into the theme? And they're like, well, you know, like classic glamour, yeah. you know, like, you know, craftsmanship. And it's like, just say, just say it doesn't. <laughs> right. Like Carly Kloss, she, her dress was supposed to be a rose, which is the flower of like our country, which I is think it? a lot of people learned that last night okay. ex- or right now. Yeah. So like, that was cool, but like, or like Taylor Hill was like, and Amanda Gorman, both like the Statue of Liberty, like that was really yeah. cool. And they looked gorgeous, but other people, I was like, huh? And American, you know, Amanda was wearing Vera Wang, you know, like it, I uh, feel like any American designer was kind of like fair game so... last night. Yeah. She's so beautiful. Um, yeah. Okay. What, so what, which okay. Bravo celebrities do you think should have been invited or like, would you have liked to see what they would have worn? Okay. So I went ahead and made an actual list because I 
thought about this. We're going to talk about Potomac and Bullet Deck, Mike, guys, I promise. We're just, (laughs) we have to get it out first. So I obviously mentioned Andy because like, duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do feel like he would wear something boring though, which makes me sad. He would wear a black tux. But he just needs to be the face. Okay. Yeah, I know. Enough of the black tuxes. But we need to see some... But too many. All right. So this is my list. This is my table. Dorit, because I mean, like, let's be real. She's Dorit an, needs she's to an be obvious there. answer just because, you know, she would turn out a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly. And she would actually be the non-boring one. Paige DeSorbo, because oh. she would bring it. Frederick, because he's just oh, such a tall okay. glass of water. I know. Cynthia, model, Gorge, would yeah. bring it. Reza, because I think he would bring something fun slash boring, but accessorize. I feel like depending on what the theme is, I feel like Reza would wear like a Fendi shirt and then like shorts. (laughs) He would wear like his reunion look. (laughs) Yes. Stassi, because I feel like Stassi would understand the assignment. Garcelle is also on my list because. Okay. Garcelle is just, I'm envisioning even what she wore to her Haitian dinner. And I'm like, hello, she belongs on the Met Gala red carpet. And I end the night with Tinsley. Uh, yeah, I mean, Tinsley, a New York institution. I mean, um, she belongs at the Met. Yeah, I think definitely Garcelle. I think she's one of those people where like she belongs in that you know, she would have lots of friends there. She would fit yes. right in. And I would love to see, I think she has great style on the show for the most part, but I would love to see her in like a legitimate like couture look because yeah. I think she would mm-hmm. look fucking stunning. You know who I wouldn't want to see in a couture? Who? <laughs> Sutton. Sutton. See, I, I think Sutton is the kind of person where like, I don't think she needs to be invited to the Met Gala on like a fame level, but I feel like I could actually see some designer like giving her a seat at their table, probably because she's chopped with them so much. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think it would be fun to see like Padma Lakshmi at the Met Gala. Uh, I feel like that could happen. She's like very politically active. She's like, you know, tall, beautiful, also has a modeling background. mm -hmm. Um, You know, I would love to see like, a Richard sisters moment at the Met Gala. Maybe I thought about I, it, it's, but it, I don't, none of them were there last night, like not even Paris or Nikki, but like, even if we did like a, a Paris and Kathy moment on the red carpet, that could be really hmm. fun. Um, someone actually DM me last night when I was posting about it, when I posted JLo and someone was like, Kyle Richards could never, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> Somebody posted um, Casey Musgraves' outfit and was like, I love Lisa Barlow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Honestly, she was one of my worst dressed for me. It was very, it was very boring. It was boring. It was boring. And she's done better in the past. She did better at the VMAs on Sunday. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know if there are any, any others that I'm like dying for. Oh, I think Bali from Family Karma would like turn <sighs> a look. I think that would be really fun. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Maybe Giselle... Just, I would love to see Giselle like. <gasps> oh, that could be fun. I would love to see Giselle just like have someone else dress her for something, <laughs> um, because I think there's no way it wouldn't be an improvement. <laughs> I completely agree, and then of course goes without saying, you and I, 
with the mics in our hand and we would say, yeah, I will say most excited to be here for this is like not to be rude. I think I would have done a better job than Alana Glazer on the Vogue stream. It wasn't, I think it wasn't her, it wasn't her ideal gig. I don't think. I was beyond disappointed with the E news. Oh, I heard it was bad. I heard it was, it was okay. It was I can't, I'm speechless. Going it was back, one of the worst broadcasts I've ever going seen Going back life. to award season this year, they had, was when they had Karamo doing like the Oscars, the Grammys, whatever. The, Karamo's not good at that job. He's he not got good at it. At, and listen, he's a really talented person, Yes, but he, he got, and I get it's nerve wracking. Like we do some things that are nerve wracking too, but like he got every single detail wrong. Like every I, person he was talking about. I didn't about. watch E at all last night, but I heard that he said Timothy Chamelay multiple yes, times, which is just, yes, he did. It's just unforgivable. I'm sorry. He asked who certain people were. He didn't know what they were wearing. He got their detail. It, it was, it was like, it was too many mistakes. It was like kind of weird, but um. <laughs> I don't know. I felt I didn't know what was going Meanwhile, on. Meanwhile, but... our girl Nina, our girl Nina Parker <gasps> holding it down. Yes, Nina Parker. But then she left because she she left like halfway through, and they kept bringing in replacements because I think she had I for, she was going to an after party or going to host something else. But she looked amazing. <laughs> Funny thing, under her feet, she had a little box like under her feet, yeah. like as a like a little footrest, I guess. But it was funny because we could see it. But no one else had one. So I was just like laughing. You know, on the, she, oh, on the Vogue amazing. stream, it was Alana Glazer and Kiki Palmer. And they were like, n- they weren't standing together. They were like at different areas of the carpet. Alana had to leave for like an hour because she had to go breast pump because <laughs> she just had a baby. Aww. She looked great, by the way. But it was so funny because they didn't say where she was going. And for like an hour, it's just Kiki like talking to like person after person after person. And thankfully, Kiki Palmer is the kind of person who can just talk and talk and talk. talk. Um, Kiki Palmer would be a great Bravo liberty. I don't know what show she yes. would be on, but she, I feel like her personality would, if she was like in the Atlanta cast or something, I would live for that. She's funny because I saw when she was interviewing Pete Davidson, she's like, you're quirky like me. Like she was bringing herself in the interviews. Like she wanted to be on the other side of that carpet well, why, so bad. That's why it's kind of fun. <laughs> I mean, cause they, they kept talking about how Which they were like going to the event did. after and all of this, but it's fun to have like celebrities doing the interviews because they're so much more conversational. Right. Like it's not like, you know, it's more of like a back and forth versus like, hello, E correspondent. I guess I'm supposed to talk to you now. <laughs> yeah. It. But listen, everyone's doing their best. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card. Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. 
Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Let's, okay, so speaking of people looking great on the red carpet, all of that, let's talk about Potomac. We pick up at Robin's little birthday get together. And Candace, of course, has just said that Ashley is wide bodied like six times in a row. Um, And so Candace, as much as I want to give her a little bit of credit for apologizing Mm -hmm. right away, it is one of the worst apologies we have ever heard. And she tries, (laughs) I feel like she's like gaslighting everybody sitting at that table by saying that she wasn't body shaming Ashley and that she just said wide bodied, which is objectively body shamey but that it that wasn't her intent and it's like what are you talking about it was it was it wasn't even a foot and mouth like moment it was you saying you didn't say something that we all heard you say because it was on camera and it doesn't matter if you meant it what you said was still body shaming so I don't know what other way you could have meant it because like you were talking about her body but then she was even like I didn't, I talk about your forehead all the time. And I was like, wait, so you're still like, right. Like that's not nice either. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, okay. It's like, it's funny. It's like, okay. So like, if you, if you say something about somebody's body and the intent is for it to feel negative to them, even if that's not really like why you're insulting them, it still is body shame. Like, it's just so for Candace to be like, Oh, I'm like, I'm sorry if I, ooh, uh, it's like, just at that point, just don't apologize. And it's clear from all the way at the end of the episode at the goddess party, when they're like forced to try and compliment each other, Ugh. Candace and Ashley, they just don't like each other. And at this right. point, they're not even, they're not even really fighting about anything specific. Like they're, they're dislike for each other is so ingrained at this point that it's like just leave each other alone like just just take a step back and like talk to somebody else like it's not worth it it I agree considering they're also on the complete opposite ends of the table so there's (laughs) not even a reason for them to talk they're leaning over people like looking to yell and argue it was just move on like it's it's not even fun to even watch the arguments anymore because it actually reminded me last night it was so juvenile like the arguments and what they were saying back and forth that it like it wasn't fun to watch because it was like all right now you're just I think yeah like that dynamic is one thing and then also I think with Karen and Chazelle I do feel like this this cast, like they need to kind of like hit the refresh button a little bit because I think, uh, like I was just saying, Ashley and Candace, like their stuff is so, they just don't like each other now. And I feel like Karen and Giselle are getting to the place where they're also just kind of talking in circles about the same, 
Like, I just don't, when Karen keeps bringing up Giselle's comment about Ray, it's like, the horse is dead. Like, leave it alone. It's stop. Like you beat the horse a million times. This is a four-year-old thing. Like, I think Karen has like convinced herself that Giselle did say this, but at the same time, it's like, I can't, I'm not, I can't find it within myself to care because I'm like, that's not even what happened. Even if it was, it was four years ago. Giselle has like apologized other times. Like you gotta move on. I'm actually glad you brought that up because when Mia gave Giselle a message that Karen wants an apology, but then they talked about it after and and Giselle said, like, Karen and Ray will both be dead before you get an apology. I was like, hold on. They're like, wait, 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 not even finished fighting about the original time you said that. Now you're saying it again and bringing Karen into it? Like, Giselle. Right. It's like, just at that point, Giselle is, like, so over it that she finds herself back in the original place. <laughs> Which I... It's like, what? I understand why she's frustrated. And I do think, like... Karen's comments about Jamal to me are much more hurtful toward mm-hmm. Giselle and her daughters where like when Karen claims that her kids were really upset by what Giselle said, it's like, I don't think that's true. Like, I don't think they actually care or remember or. It didn't affect them the same way. Right. Whereas like Karen said some really nasty stuff about their parents relationship with each other and whether or not the girls really wanted their parents to be back together it's still not like fun to hear somebody drag your dad through the mud or throw accusations Mm or or insult your mom because of her how she's dealt with that situation so I think like for Giselle to finally be able to express that and to actually because I think that was kind of the the moment that made things thaw a little bit with Karen was that Giselle had never really acknowledged before that it was hurtful and not just to her, but to her kids. And I think once Karen really heard that coming straight from Giselle, it was harder for her to just be like, I don't give a fuck who cares because she's like, I don't actually want to like hurt your children. I just like think you're kind of shady, which is fine. But like, I, you know, I liked seeing even just a little bit of movement between them because I think it is going to benefit the show. Yeah. I mean, I think it was like a centimeter, but listen, it it got us somewhere, but. Well, and I think, so like Giselle and Wendy, they still have a very like active conflict between them. And I think now that, now that Karen has kind of like chilled out with Giselle a little bit, I think we're going to be able to deal with the stuff with Wendy more. And if Karen wants to get like mad at Giselle about that, at least it'll be something different. It'll be some like a little bit of a new dynamic. Right. Okay. So let's talk about Miss Karen Huger filming her Sarah County County tourism video in Potomac, but she was asked even why it wasn't in Surrey County. And she said, because it doesn't matter where I am. Anywhere I go, Surrey County is within me. <laughs> it was like, yeah, every image it, I was laughing. Cause of course, editors are doing a great job at the little tagline underneath. It said, 
not Surrey County. Like it's. <laughs> yeah, it was a little unclear. It's like, OK, is this like a is this like a test shoot for the real ad that's going to be in Surrey County? Like, why are we going down a playground slide? Like, I feel yeah, like we have Farmer Joe's. We got ham. Everybody likes the Surrey County ham and the peanuts. I like that Karen is explaining to us that peanuts actually come in a shell. Yeah, apparently not everyone knew that. I like <laughs> in my life, I have eaten a peanut that way. You know, like I've been to a baseball game or a baseball game. I've been to a five guys where they have the little thing at the front. You get the peanuts while you wait. Very delicious. You know, Texas Roadhouse as well. Oh, okay. Even mm-hmm. like the um those little um the candy, the like foam peanut candy. Yeah. That is very reminiscent of the shell. I feel like it's not necessarily uh, a secret that peanuts come in Um, that form, but I love that Karen is educating the people regardless. How about Mr. Peanut? Like the mascot of (laughs) the fucking peanut. Oh my God. It's a shell. The planter's (laughs) peanut man. Yes. I feel like that it. Okay. Who do you think is more famous? The planter's peanut man or Karen Huber? Oh, it depends because in Surrey County, it's definitely Karen Huber because, (laughs) you know, I actually wait in Surrey County. It might be the peanut. Actually, I just realized it might be the peanut everywhere. I hate to say it. (laughs) Oh, my God. You want Dylan, you know, it's so funny that you just said five guys. What? My family was talking about that the other day. So freaking random. And I was like, what? What are you guys talking about? And they were like, there's peanuts. And I don't know. I can't remember exactly why we were talking about this or how it came up or why, what was happening. But th- I didn't know that five guys had peanuts. So this yeah. is now the second time within like a week and a half that this was just brought up to me, which is, I love when things like that happen. Your mom actually, funny. your mom actually called me and asked. She asked you. I, <laughs> um, no, but I, I haven't been to five guys in a while, but the peanuts are a nice little. God. And nice every time extra. we talk about anything on this podcast, you know, we end up like getting some form of it at the end of the day. No, I'm not going to eat five guys today. I had pizza earlier. <laughs> okay. Um, so we have this Surrey County commercial. Lovely. Um, we also have Candace and Chris sitting down to chit chat again, um, fresh off them having an argument and they have kind of another argument. Cause Chris brings up again that, he won't be at this music video shoot and, you know, cause they have with COVID, they're only allowed to have a certain amount of people on set and Candace is trying to figure out how many extras they can have. It's well I, in the state of Maryland. I did find this out. I learned okay. in the state of Maryland, she said you can only have 30 extras or backup dance or something. I think it was, I didn't know that was a rule. I think because of COVID, you could only have 30 total people like oh. on the set. So Chris was like, if I'm not there, that means you can have one more extra. Okay. I feel like I something isn't clicking with me about this Candace and Chris husbandger storyline. I just, it at the beginning of the season, the way Candace was presenting it, it sounded like they had it all kind of figured out already. And now I'm kind of like wondering... I'm like, did they kind of like just just start doing this like when they started filming and they never really like actually had an a- arrangement? Like, I, it just seems weird that they're arguing over such like simple things as like, do you need to be there for my video shoot? 
Yeah. I mean, I feel like you can't sign on to do something unless you've, you put like a hundred percent of your time and effort into it. And that's where I agree. I think they weren't on the same page where that is what he was doing is just making sure, you know, all the loose ends are together. Mm -hmm. But in her mind, it was, he's like waking up in the morning and making her schedule and making sure everything's like done, but that's not what it seems to be, which is a problem because that's where the things are falling through the cracks. And it's nice because we see them argue again, but they kind of move past it. They like explain to each other what the other is feeling. However, next week looks at the, I'm a little scared. Really bad. I'm a little scared. Yeah, I don't want to watch. We Me see too. Chris, you know, running up on in his apron. I'm like, oh, he's still wearing an apron. What's happening? I, I'm nervous. Um, but yeah, no, they. And you see Candace go, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Candace. Her album comes out like next week. It's very soon. Really? Yeah, we'll have to do a, we can do, we can do like a, a listening track, party, a track by track review. <laughs> I don't know. I'm happy for her. Do we know though in real time because like she her album is being released and I'm assuming like you know not maybe not with COVID but she's having like some sort of party or whatever like is he still signed on to doing this like for her? Does she now have like a manager? I don't know. I mean I don't know. I I don't know if he's like actively still husbanding but um <laughs> Not yeah. everyone can be Chris Jenner, okay? It's a, like, little, everyone it's a little awkward when Candace is like, I realize that I haven't been the best as a wife or as a client. And I'm like, oh God, like that's so cringe to be like talking about that you haven't been a good client for your husband. I'm like, can we not? Like, it's, it's just like a little bit strange. And I feel like long-term they will probably be better off if they move away from this um this husbander relationship, but we'll see. Um, I, d- yeah. I did like seeing Robin speaking with the life coach. It seems like she's mm-hmm. really unpacking some things that need to be talked about. Um, you know, she gets into uh, what happened with the friend who kind of like took advantage of them and, you know, stole a lot of their money and that she has trust issues because of that. And also that she feels like she was really there and supportive of Juan when he was struggling with his, you know, job stuff and all of that. And so she feels like he kind of owes her that support now versus like, you know, being hard on her and kind of putting her down when she already is down. She wants to be, you know, lifted up and supported. And I think it's it's good to hear her express that because I think it can be hard to kind of say what you need in a situation like that. And I think Robin is starting to figure out kind of what she needs and vocalizing that. Yeah. And listen, therapy or talking to people is not for everyone, but I feel like in Robin's situation, you can even see like it's helping her and it's exactly the outlet she needed. And sometimes like as watching the show, some, maybe some of these housewives thinks that think that the show is actually the outlet that they need, but it's not like you actually need to talk to someone instead of just being on a different camera. So I'm glad. I hope everything for Robin is it looks to me like everything's going well for them so far. I mean, in the last like few episodes, I think I even said that a few weeks ago, but I really also enjoyed seeing Wendy's kids. I believe it was Carter. Yeah. Like he just wants to make the world a better place. It's, and it's seeing, she's so proud of him. Yeah. Seeing Eddie have that talk with the boys about 
you know, having to be really aware of dealing with the police and things like that. I mean, that kind of stuff always just gets to me. And those boys are pretty young and um, watching them kind of, you know, grapple with the understanding of what they're saying Mm -hmm. and why the world is like that, because, you know, they still have that innocence where it doesn't make sense because it, it shouldn't be that way. That's not something, you know, it's not like, Oh, I'm learning about something that makes sense because it's good. And that's the way it should be. It's like, it's like a really harsh reality. And um, it seems like Wendy and Eddie are doing a really good job of kind of handling that with their kids. But yeah, like seeing, seeing that little boy be like, he's like going to fix it. It's just, just, Oh, it's like, I know it's like, it's heartwarming, but it's also like heartbreaking because you know that he is growing up in this climate where he is going to have to deal with it. And that's, you know, he shouldn't have to. And so it's like, right. So sad. Kids need to be kids and kids need to not worry at their age about being the ones that are changing the world. And unfortunately that is the reality. But even Eddie said like to them, just treat everyone as human beings, you know? And I agree with Wendy where she wants her kids to learn everything they know within the four walls of their own home. Mm -hmm. I think that's actually a great thing for parents to do because you don't know what goes on outside and it's like really scary and you don't want people teaching your own children things that they shouldn't, but let's hope these kids change the world. Yeah. And it's thinking about just within the group. Now we have basically Ashley, Mia, everybody, everybody wants Giselle and Karen to like figure their shit out. And so it's like we have Ashley meeting with Karen to basically like beg her to figure something out with Giselle. And then Mia throwing this goddess party with the whole intention that she's going to get them back on the same page. I'm like, honestly, it's a, they're putting in a lot of effort. And I would say, like, don't waste your time. But I got to hand it to Mia. The god something about that goddess party. Everybody seems to be in a mood of love and light. And goddess. Goddess. Goddessness. First of all, they all looked gorgeous everybody did look really great at this party i loved seeing Ascala's look me wendy's look everybody looks beautiful candace's dress i've actually seen before but i liked the way um like she accessorized in ward and i think that them being in a gazebo like in the middle of the woods or something maybe also affected the moods i don't really know or quite possibly the fact they just don't want to deal with it anymore. And it is kind of annoying to feel pressure from everyone constantly being for them, wanting you to be friends. Like I I imagine that gets a little annoying for two grown women to not take their own time to do this and work out their, their problems. But we did hear apologies at the beginning. They weren't, they weren't that genuine. I think it was, a step higher than like a typical housewife apology. It kind of like moves them along a little bit. Yeah. I think they're they're They have genuineness behind them, but they're like very, they're small apologies. Like we're not at a point where it's like full forgiveness. It's like, I will say sorry for this one specific thing. I was just going to say, Cameron's like, I apologize for that, for that, for that to your children. And also <laughs> I guess to you, Simply because if there was hurt, that was nothing. You know, it's small, but it is something. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll see 
Yeah. Goes. They said they want a clean slate and to just move forward in the spirit of respect, which sure. we can all appreciate that. Sure. Yeah, sure, Jan. <laughs> spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Player App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Okay, let's talk about Below Deck Med. And we start off with Delaney and Katie. And Katie breaking the news to Delaney that she will not be continuing on after this charter. And, you know, it's (laughs) this is like the second time that Katie has had a chat with Delaney where she basically tells her what's happening and Delaney is like okay well um let me see let's see if I talk to the girls or if I talk to Captain Sandy and it's like no 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 like Katie is the boss in this situation (laughs) but I but also that they're like but feel like you're let's celebrate you tonight let's take you and it's like like I don't want the oh. night out to be about me like what the hell if i was and- delaney i would have packed my bags and been off the I boat know. 10 minutes later i don't want to go out Fuck with that. them like come on exactly but i do have to say we'll get to this later because like obviously we're not shouldn't say we but we're not fans of lexi um i did agree with her in this one instance because she said that Katie makes things almost so dramatic that she gets herself sick over it, which is true. Like she was looking like Lexi was like, I she to kind of throw under the bus when she was talking to Delaney. She's like, I wouldn't have minded. It was only two weeks. Like I wouldn't have minded switching bunks, which like, it's true. Like Katie kind of put too much thought into it and yeah, drove herself nuts. But Lexi, that- the way Lexi sort of befriends Delaney in this episode to me is like so calculated because she's like, it's like a hundred percent. It's like twelve hours ago you didn't even know how to say this poor woman's name, and now <laughs> you're like sidling up to her saying you don't you don't mind if she stays on the boat, and like oh yeah, isn't Katie a bitch and all of this stuff, and it's like. Lexi, you haven't been nice to one person this whole charter season. And so like, 
all of a sudden she finds a friend and notice by the end of the episode Delaney's like damn I made I was became friends with the wrong person because she like realizes right it was um I it kind of was weird to watch this because I feel like Delaney is firing went over like two literally two full episodes like right and I also wonder maybe how different the season would have been or maybe there would have been more drama we'll never know if she did stay. Like, I honestly almost wish that happened to see like, if it was as chaotic as they Katie made it seem to be. But again, we will never know. I know. Instead, we just see Lexi and Matt start fighting again at the day out and, you know, they're getting into it. Matt, Matt says he's never disliked a person more than Lexi, which is like, obviously not a nice thing. Um, Lexi throws out the R word, which is just, you know, so yes. uncalled and then, for. And then Matt goes back to her and says that she must not have good parents. And then he, she goes back to him and says her, his parents should have aborted, aborted him. him. And I'm, honestly, she said, it was disgusting behavior on both her saying, ends of Her that. saying, I'm pro-choice. They should have aborted you. I Like my jaw was on the floor just because like, imagine ever saying that to someone. Like, like it, and then she gets up and in his face and she's like, if we weren't on camera, I would have smacked you. And like, it, it's, it was, it was a really bad argument. And I have to take back what I say about the argument with Candace and Ashley, <laughs> because of this argument was one of the most juvenile back and forth. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's just arguments. dumb because at this point, it's like, we know they don't like each other. Nothing actually happened on this episode. Like there wasn't some yeah. new conflict. It literally was just like, they're sitting drunk at this table and Matt is like poking the bear basically. And it's like, you guys, oh my God. And also it's like a guy and a girl. Like if you guys don't like each other, just like, it's not even like your exes. Like you're just two random people working together. Just ignore each other. When Lexi's like talking about how Matt's disgusting and she would never sleep with him. It's like, great. Then don't. No one suggested that. (laughs) (laughs) You know who was too drunk though? Z. Yeah. I felt so... I just, he ordered those flowers for Courtney. And honestly, like the second he was texting the provisioner about the flowers, I was like, (laughs) it's a big, giving someone a dozen roses is like a pretty out there gesture, you know, like it's pretty explicit. And it's just like, if I feel like they've, you know, they've kind of like had a little bit of a thing throughout the season, but it's really just making out when they're drunk. Agree. And it's like, you haven't even gone off on like a little date or I I don't think they've slept with each other. No. And so it's like the flowers, it's like a little bit like, eh, no, no. It's like every three nights they get drunk and make out. I wouldn't even call that a thing. But the thing is, he said, what was his alter ego? Which, what? I can't can't remember. What was his? Maverick? Maverick. He said the flowers were from Maverick. So like he was even making a joke like it was from it. But I was like, oh. Like in the moment, he already knew it wasn't going over (laughs) well. And it's like, this is, this is rough. Um, I mean, they're not in the position where they would even, once this is over, they're not going to be like, so what are we going to do? They're not dating. Like it's not. We have, we have seen real couples form on below deck, whether or not they end well, that's a different story. But like, we have seen people like legitimately be like dating and that's not them. 
No, but I'm glad that they are able to like laugh and joke around because they're two like very likable people on the show. Also, I thoroughly enjoy. I do them. like them a lot. I would not be mad if like next season, if we, if like Katie stays and like Courtney comes back as second stew or something like I could see that happening. I am just excited already for next season of Below Deck, which is I think the Aus- what's it the Australia. Well, so regular Below Deck is coming back next month with Captain Lee. Oh, I am just. And then I can't that way. That's in like St. Kitts or something. And then the Australia one is like a a new spinoff. Yes. A new show. But like this is this is the show that just keeps on giving. I was thinking about that this morning when I was watching this episode of Below Deck Med. I'm like, I feel like at this point Below Deck is like so there are some really great episodes, but it's just like, it's on every Monday all year round. And so there's never like, not, it's just like every, every, every Monday night I open my mouth and just take a nice little bite of below deck. And I don't have to think about it that hard. <laughs> um, and it always, it always tastes good. It always tastes the same for the most part. <laughs> it keeps going with this analogy. <laughs> you know, it's like when you go to like, it's like getting like a cookie at Subway or something. It's like, you know what it's going to taste like. It doesn't usually like blow your mind, but it's like, it kind of hits the spot a little bit. It, it fulfills what yes. it needs to fulfill for exactly. that moment. But... And thank you, Below Deck. <laughs> now I want a cookie. <laughs> deli- right, exactly. See what I'm saying? <sighs> All right, well, this was, this was so fun. We had a little Bravo. We had a little fashion. This was so fun. fun. Let's do it again on Thursday. Okay. <laughs> sounds good thanks so much for listening everyone we will be back like i said on thursday with another episode in the meantime if you want to check out our bravo by betches merch go to betches.co slash bravo merch i just got my bravo legal team hat in the mail finally and i can't wait to start rocking it uh people are gonna go up to you on the street and be like excuse me do you have any details on the on on miss shaw or Miss Girardi. I hope so. Um, you can go rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And, you know, just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.